I'm a fucking idiot. I'm glad um, you came around hey to guys, where we are. This is, uh, this is an American history podcast. Each week, I read a story from American history to my friend... Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. Better. Well, they seem hesitant. They took, they took a polite pause. They were like, should we uh, yeah. pretend like we like that? Yeah. My um, favorite kind of like. We're going to bring out our guest. Uh, he's a, a, a local sh- Chicago comedian. Shy town Jesus. Fuck off. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> the Windy City. Is that better? Old drunks by the lake. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, David Aline. That's how professionals do it. We got shots. Yeah. Of, uh, do you drink? Th- you drink? This is piss, man. Like, this is... this. What is this? This is a Chicago liqueur. Um, it is made from hipster sweat and... Um, have you never had Malort before? No. <laughs> we got to do it. But I've licked a hipster. Can we do it? Can we yep. do it? Uh, we can. Do- yes, we can. Oh, I have a thing. <laughs> Dave. I'm not going to... Yeah, I don't care. I'm not putting this it's in my... It's worse that way. Not just the tip, ram it in. Yeah, that's fucking... Fuck this... you. Oh, fuck. What? Oh, my God. What is wrong with your city? What the fuck is that? How does a liquid dry your mouth out? Holy shit. What the fuck? What is that called? Uh. Men- this is menopausal vagina. This is just... This is... You take it, you extract it, and you, you sip it. You uh, like it. I'm not fucking doing that, man. That's like drinking gas. Uh, and I like shots. <laughs> All right, so it's... No, I, it gets worse? What does that mean? It does taste like rubber bands. Where was this information before the shot, motherfuckers? It'll taste like you're swallowing a rubber band ball for the rest of your life. We're friends. Why is this still being sold? Who is it? Is it just a prank drink now where someone comes to your town and we're like, this is going to be great. You want to drink hot rubber band piss? This is only in Chicago. This is nowhere else. Tastes like tick medication. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... Sad, sad confession to make. I didn't have time to do another Chicago uh, uh, one. I tried. You guys, all your shit is about politics, and there's so many fucking names, and dummy over here is not going to be able to follow the story. It's dumb if. <laughs> <laughs> so I had another one that I wanted to do, so we're going to do that one. It's got nothing to do with Chicago, but we're going to pretend like Pennsylvania is part of Chicago. Or some of you from Pennsylvania? Well, then I did it for you. It's like a special dollop just for the people from Pennsylvania. Remember that when Patreon time rolls around this month. You too. A very special night for you guys. 
<laughs> what if the file went away? <laughs> September 4th, 1798. Yeah, the early days. Francis Julius Lemoyne was born uh, to his father, John Julius uh, Mayoyne, a French doctor who immigrated to the United States with Nancy McCulley in Washington, Pennsylvania. Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) Washington was a very religious dry town of 5,000 people. The town was loaded with, according to the New York Times, quote, old-fashioned Presbyterians who regarded the waltz as an invention of Satan. I've always said that. I have been very clear. The box step is the devil dance. (laughs) It's how everybody gets a fucking... Sorry? Hmm? (laughs) You said something, and then... Uh, And they also considered a game of cards as sure destruction. Interesting. So they're a little uptight. Is that a card game you play? That sounds like a card game you'd play. Uh, the New York Times said, Washington citizens belong, as a rule, to an ancient Scotch-Irish clans and walk in the narrow but excellent path of their fathers from cradle to their deathbed. It's a little much. Uh, who wouldn't want to sign up? It's a little bit much, Terms right? and conditions are great. Francis was an only child. His father was an innkeeper, a druggist, and a doctor. Okay. Wait, triple like threat. Who, what? Triple threat. Triple yeah. threat. Entrepreneur. I feel like an innkeeper like in is not like part of a triple threat. That's right, motherfucker. I'm a triple threat. Room four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Francis studied medicine with his dad and then finished medical school in Philadelphia at Jefferson Medical College of Chicago. Chicago. Right here on Michigan Avenue. <laughs> On his return to Washington, Pennsylvania in 1822, he practiced medicine. In 1830, Francis was elected... <laughs> the smile that's on your face already. Is... Nothing. It's yeah, nothing. there's something. In Practicing 18- medicine is never good. Especially because, yeah, you, nobody like gets... Everyone's practicing. We hope we get it right. We're practicing. These were, these were, the, the, this was, these were the best days of medicine. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. In, in 1830, Francis was elected a trustee of Washington College and helped establish the Washington Female Seminary in 1836. Oh. He was part of the movement pushing female education. Right? Uh-huh. Right? Easy does it, everybody. He was wrong. He was wrong. Uh, Francis was also very anti-slavery. That's good. Right? I've always been in favor of that. I yep. just want to make that clear. Yeah, just to put on the table, we're, I'm on we're both very anti slavery. This, this is a, we, the, at the dollop. No to slavery. Hard line. No way. We've always said that. Yeah. Thumbs down. We have shirts. Yeah. With a thumbs down. This is slavery. Yeah. We're very against it. Yeah. He joined the local anti slavery uh, society in 1834. And was president of it from 1835 to 1838. The anti-slavery what? A society? It's like the NAACP before we What's were free. Like, like, but like, what the, what but the with white people it's running white it people. <laughs> some, some Rachel Dolezal yeah. type shit. Like, well, okay, and I, I guess, like when, yeah. they're, when they're approaching you, like, we're with the anti-slavery council. You're like, I don't trust white people and what they say. No, so we're on this your feels side. like the long con. No, we're going to have a meeting out in the woods. Yeah, yeah. No, I've been to your wood meetings. 
Gone to a couple of your wood meetings. Not the sort of affair I want to go to. <laughs> uh... In 1841, he was the candidate of the Abolition Party for governor. Uh, And starting in 1849, Francis' house became part of the Underground Railroad. He had a secret room on the third floor of his home that would sometimes hold as many as 26 slaves escaping. So he's a good dude, I think is what we're saying. He's burning. This is burning. This is burning. I stored slaves running away from their masters and I stored them in my attic. That was me. When Senator Clinton had an attic that was empty. What is that? Did I you have, order that? I had to wash down. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. I, for a second, I thought, people, yeah, take your he, he, pee Windex. I, I, no, yeah, he take, he, to wash that down, you drink a cup of pee. This is cider, I think. Well, we're gonna, I think we're going to find Don't out. Don't trust what gets brought on this stage no, anymore. No, fuck no. These people are all fucked. There's a gel cap in the bottom. <laughs> um, in 1874, Francis became interested in the idea of cremation. Oh, we took a jump, huh? <laughs> no, boy. No, boy. That's my favorite sentence in the whole... A guy became interested in the idea of cremation. <laughs> the idea? It's just the idea. This was a new idea at the time. There, How there the had... fuck was that a new idea at that time? Everything I've heard about that time, the worst decision... How are bodies not being burned a no-brainer? They weren't doing it because, you know, you don't want to do that. Because they wanted body. to eat hearts when they were in the grave. <laughs> you don't burn it. Burn the brains and hearts. That's what we eat so that we're not vampires or some sort of bullshit logic we live under. I think you're being very judgmental. Absolutely. Aren't I? Uh, there had just been a display at the Vienna Exposition that showed a cremating furnace with the remains of an incinerated body. Ugh. So they just had fun. I mean, they had great expositions back then. You're going to like the big finish. <laughs> we got a body kiln. Who wants to go in? You want to go in? You want to go in? Get in there. Uh, then Sir Henry Thomas in England published Cremation, the treatment of the body after death. Just a good book. I was hoping it was a musical. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. He was like, you can't rhyme cremation properly. It won't work. Let's just put it out as a paper. Say it's a theory. The New York World published Thompson's essay, and every Sunday for the next three months, cremation was discussed in the paper's editorial pages. Just three months. Talking discussed. about Discussed. What, what, how much is there to talk about? A lot to talk about. You put it in, you burn it, and you ash it up. Oh, is it that easy? It's just that easy. With cremation, it's a three-start process. And then you have the Australian guy. I can't believe we're cremating in our own kitchen. <laughs> it's an easy bake oven. Yeah, you put them in. It's as easy as oh one, two, God. three. <laughs> That's how I want to be. That's what I want to have happen. Uh, I'll I be like, I want to be put in an easy bake. Another oven. round. He needs another round. After I die, a fucking easy bake oven. It's That's not even best. browning these cupcakes. Put him through again. Not an easy bake. Weeks. It would be weeks. <laughs> Months. Almost. God, the house is ruined. The house is just ruined. The New York Times published 17 articles on cremation in 1874. Hot topic. Shit's really picking up. Yep. Doctors began discussing. 
cremation. Some headline examples from the New York Times. Cremation, the subject considered from a hygienic point of view. There was also cremation and poisoning. Oh, that's a catchy headline. I mean, how do you not want to get on? You, you double-click that guy. That one, that's clickbait right there. That's hey, clickbait, yeah. for sure. Well, back, back in the day. Yeah, the, in the yeah day. BuzzFeed back then. Top ten places to be cremated. <laughs> That article made the argument that in cases of suspected poisonings, there would be no body to exhume. Huh? Now we found a little hole in your little love of cremation. No, I don't understand the hole. Uh, if the put body, me into it. If the body's been burned, you can't dig it up and test oh, it for okay, poison. Oh, okay, right, right. That's true. That is fair. <laughs> As a coroner, that is airtight accurate. Francis, as a member of the medical community, believed that odors cause diseases. We just heard. I, didn't you just mention that recently? Yeah, this is in the stinkiest people ever are, are, are claiming that odors cause yeah. disease. Okay. That's, yeah. That's, that's, the that's, smelliest that's. culture of all time. <laughs> Smells are bad. We, we all stink, so we're all fucked. Well, this was at the time everybody believed that odors cause disease, and particularly gases from decaying organic matter, so bodies. See where this is going? We. Oui. Mm-hmm. I don't see where it's going. I don't either. Yeah, you did. You no, you. Do. I've never read it's this your before. Kindle. Yes, I don't know what have. this is. This isn't my Kindle. It is. I have an iPad. Whose Kindle is it? I can't. I can't. The fuck is you going on with the Kindle? You don't get to know the magic behind the curtain. What? I'm behind the curtain with you. What is You're going on with the, the Kindle? You're not behind the fucking curtain. What is I am behind the curtain, pulling all the strings. There's You're another the... curtain. You're the monkey hanging from the rope. Well, that's how the curtain goes up and down, asshole. Francis thought burying a body wouldn't safeguard people from, quote, toxins of the dead, bodies buried in graves emit poisons, which pollute both air and water, resulting in injurious effects. So they clearly weren't burying people very well. No. Because it sounds like they were just putting them in the fucking dirt. Without caskets and whatnot. And then they're like, well, the water tastes weird. What? Is it just weird? Does the water taste like Ted? <laughs> Ted flavor to it. Tastes better than these fucking shots that we have in Chicago. That was like a, a, having a You body. had none. I had a sip, and that's enough. It's fucking poison water. I've, I've been digesting rubber bands for 10 minutes. You're going to love it before you Right? He should it. have the other one, right? Fuck you. No, I'm not drinking another thimble of bum piss just because you said to. The second one's better. <laughs> Fuck you, Chicago. It's like a finger. Yeah, uh, that's amazing. The second one's better. <laughs> the shocker's the way to go, bro. Of course, religions were opposed to cremation from the Marysville Daily Appeal, which is a great... The Daily Appeal? What shall be done with the dead? All the Christian believers have been educated to have a great aversion to fire. (laughs) Well, hit your wagon to that train as soon as possible. We're a very cold people. And therefore are somewhat prejudiced against this new doctrine of cremation or burning of the dead. 
This new mode is also more repugnant to our feelings because cremation is practiced by the heathen aborigines of this country. Yep. You guys are surprised that they fucking said that back then? They're monsters. Yeah, but that even sounds like a weird way to be racist. Sounds like a real roundabout... Yeah, we, we know what they mean by aborigine. Like, yeah. We, we get it. <laughs> it's just like they, they're like the... F- <laughs> sounds very vague for racism, and back then they were like, it doesn't matter what you say. It was, it was the A word back, back, back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We all entertain a sense of horror at the idea of mutilating or annihilating the bodies of our deceased relatives. We say, let nature take its, take its course. From dust we came, and unto dust let us return. Yeah, but if the dust makes your water taste like shit. Look, they, want, they don't want to Angel burn. dust. What's happening? Oh, I see what you did there. Thank you, buddy. Okay, all right. <laughs> I didn't think it was that good. Stand around... Then around 50 scientists in New York City created the New York Cremation Society. The purpose was to promote cremation as far preferable to barrier for sanitary as well as economic reasons. So what, save what? a few bucks. Right. Because it's hard. It costs money to throw a dude in a hole. Yeah. A lot cheaper to put him in an oven. That's still I agree true with that. that. That's still true. I agree with that. We agree with that. Okay, we're all in agreement. It's cheaper. No. It's cheaper. The guild is... Get out of here. It's closing time. You gotta roll. What's happening right now? Not you. The body. Who the... I never understand why anyone was like, I want my body. Who gives a fuck? People don't... There's people... There's Jewish people I don't think could be cremated, can they? No, right? Only if they have tattoos. And I've done the research on this. If they they don't... If if they get cremated... That means because... No. Oh, boy. This is last show all over again. <laughs> so you can't, if you get a tattoo, you can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery, was my point. Right. Jesus. Right. Savages. That's true. Feeding me bum piss and just it's true. treating can't, me like right, a you heretic. Can't get, you can't, also, they have a, usually after they die, they cut off their tails. Now, see, that's crossing the line. (laughs) (laughs) The Gilded Age cremation movement was part of the refinement of America. The elites saw huge differences between the washed themselves and the unwashed, which was everyone else. They believed it was their duty to uplift the unwashed to refinement. Cremationists... (laughs) I made that word up. (laughs) It doesn't feel like it. <laughs> Fucking, it doesn't, does it? No. It's a great word. People, it should be a thing now. I'm a cremationist. How are you? Cremationists believed that they were educators and that cremation would elevate the unwashed, but they also used cremation as a way to judge the poor. We cremate, cremate they bury, they would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when the unwashed resisted the awesomeness of cremation... They would lash out from the modern crematist, which is a journal. That's a journal? <laughs> the modern crematist? Yeah. It's a journal that people subscribe to. <laughs> it's like an eight-way race to not make the cover. You're like, I don't want to be on the fucking cover of this shit. 
<laughs> Just a guy in front of an oven. New skiing techniques. <laughs> How to get those abs you've always desired. Oh, fuck. I just... Who, who was unwashed? Have to make that who, who's unwashed? The unwashed are anybody who's not really rich. Okay. Just like now. This hasn't changed, these motherfuckers. Come on, Bernie! Uh, quote, It is a pity that our neighbors do not know as well as we do what is best for them. <laughs> I mean, that's religion at its core. The masses who would not take to cremation are stupid, ignorant, narrow-minded, and contemptible. So they're totally cool about this. They're totally cool about people that don't want to be put in the fire. But that's just what has happened throughout the whole... Like, our whole history is just based on people being like, I'm 100% right over this wedge issue. And a bunch of people being like, no, you're not, you're wrong! Forever, and we just keep doing that. I don't care for that opinion. (laughs) Fuck you mean? You share that opinion. I think all people are great. I don't know if you've talked to you lately. <laughs> I've, I, all I have is a pure love for humanity in my heart. You, you unwashed monkeys. On April 21st, 1874, an article appeared in the New York Herald. Quote, a real case of cremation. A story that will shock humanity. The city of brotherly love sets the first example. A Philadelphia physician pledged to his son that he would cremate him. The body of George Opdyke was burned in the cellar of his residence on 1949 4th Street. I think put the fucking address in there. Well, you know, sightseers. You know so how they a guy, are. Yeah. <laughs> this is where it happened, huh? Right in the cellar. He just fried him up. Barbecued him up. He fell right off the bone. Mm. Just... Ah, oh, you're doing it wrong. That's mm. boiling. Mm. Is that right? <laughs> what am I? Besides stuffed. <laughs> Unfortunately, this story turned out not to be true. The story was supposed to be published on April Fool's Day, but there wasn't room in the paper, ooh, and then by mistake... Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Who edits said paper? I will run it tomorrow. They We're ran, swamped. They ran it on the 21st. <laughs> Wait, of April? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was... It's not um... April Fool's month. <laughs> Get a whole month of this shit. You're just walking around. What's this, a story on the floor? Yeah, put it in. Yeah, throw it in. Holy shit, this one's crazy. Yeah. Yep, throw it in whichever issue makes sense. Not time sensitive. A local newspaper article was written about Francis and his cremation views. He was now 76 years old. Jesus. Dr. Lemoyne looks as though... He's knocking on the cremation door himself. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Lemoyne looks as though water had never touched him for many years. (laughs) This feels like it might be... He was just like a pruned crust. Well, it feels like it might be a hit piece. His fans and haste... His fan... Oh, Jesus. There you go. Breathe. Let's do... Face. His face. Thank you. The dollop learns to read. The His... iPad had it clearer. <laughs> Grumble. His face and hands are as grimy, sooty, and smeary as those of a chimney sweep in Germany. No. <laughs> not sure well, what just happened right there. It took a swipe at chimney sweeps and then a swipe at Germany for no fucking uh, reason. The dirtiest chimney sweeps are in Germany where they're 
fucking wood burning cunts. Like, what just happened? And they don't even sing. <laughs> I'm not touching Let's that. See these, this ragtag bunch. The old wizard. <laughs> Wait. What is happening? No, it's still the, they're still talking about Dr. Lemoyne. The old wizard. He's a the wizard old now. wizard the and wizard. his enormous frame, his tasseled, unkept hair, his blackened face, long, white, grizzly beard, thin and sharp features, and hollow cheeks. And with his wide, loose shirt, which seems to have been dragged through the mire and this his sounds baggy... sounds like a porno right now. Like, 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 <laughs> you're reading this like they're about to fuck. Like... like, like <laughs> His big dick came like, like okay, like what? <laughs> Beautiful hard penis. His dark dick. <laughs> big old dark dick. Hot cock hanging out. I had no choice but to suck this wizard's black dick. I just, I had no choice. I sucked that dick white. <laughs> if you get what I mean. You guys get it. You drained it fully? <laughs> Aye, Captain. His baggy, ragged trousers when Jesus, he goes... Jesus, leave him alone. It's this guy's problem. Well, I'm just Hammer like... pant-wearing motherfucker. Weird dog piece of shit. Old crusty wizard. Like a raisin with one squinty eye. When he goes limping along... <laughs> Savagery. He looks like some fantastic wizard of the swamp. <laughs> like, I command ye plankton. Like the husband of one of the witches of Macbeth. Oh my God. This is a hit piece right here. He never speaks but always shouts or rather roars. And every sentence ends with a loud, sharp hiccup, which sounds like, eh? What he doesn't understand is, like, you almost want to be like, I want to meet this dude. A swamp wizard? Sign me up. But after this, huh? The old wizard does not wait for your reply, but goes on in his roaring voice to give you his views on cremation. Can you imagine? Like, he agreed to this interview at some point. He was like, sure, I'd love to sit down and talk about cremation. You know, I read the piece. Uh, very, uh, very vicious. You're filthy, wizard. Okay, that's quite enough. Crawl out of the swamp. Put your dick away. Wizard. (laughs) The New York Times wrote of Francis, quote, he has always been known as an exceedingly eccentric man, being, as the people here say, always on the unpopular side of everything. Hmm. Francis tried to get the local cemetery to build a crematory, but they refused. So he started construction of one on his property. (laughs) I'm going to get this shit done. I'm going to burn somebody. What are you building? Uh, Brick oven pizza thing. How's your health? For people, right? (laughs) It's for people. You like like a wood-fired pizza or... Love wood-fired pizza. What about wood-fired Tom? Huh? You like a little wood-fired Tom? I'm going to burn some dudes up in this bitch. They're ready. It's great to meet you. Yeah. They call me the Raisin Wizard. All right, I'm going to actually get out of here because this has taken a huge turn. You know where you should go, why don't you? Home, uh, home, home. I should go home. Home, absolutely. Take the path through the swamp. 
<laughs> with the rest of the swamp wizards. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a bunch of them. I command you, seaweed. Seaweed? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> swamp weed. Weeds. He, he started building the uh, <laughs> crematory on Gallows Hill, which was where the counting hangings used to take place, which was on his property. <laughs> Go ahead. I thought he was a part of the Underground Railroad. Like, yeah, what? but it doesn't mean, I think that by counting hangings, they just mean criminals, not, oh, not, not lynchings. Not black You're thinking okay, of lynching I'm mountain. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My mind, my, yeah. my mind went there. He, didn't, he tried to buy lynching mountain, but he couldn't get it. I put in a hell of an offer. Great offer. The monthly, the overhead kills Sometimes he put 450 slaves in his room. Just pack them all in. That's good. No. They're a part of the underground I mean, I railroad. Guess to hide people, yeah, that's, that's, that's cool. But I can't imagine... It's not cool. Like, you're not like, oh, joy. <laughs> I find it weird that you're shitting on one of our white heroes. <laughs> you, can't, you can't take it, can you? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we been through enough as a culture? <laughs> white people have dealt with the guilt of racism for too long. You don't understand a burden like that, guys. Yeah. You really, we just... You guys don't, you don't know what we've been through. Boy, right. the foolish mistakes we made. Anyway, Trump. Any, anyway. <sighs> Someone here is voting for Trump, I know it. Yeah. One of you it is bitches. like herpes. Someone has it. <laughs> one out of five people. One out of five people have so. tested positive it for is, Trump. Is it one out no. of five? I think so. You know. Yeah, it's, it's got to be around there. It might be, might be higher than that. It might be one out of three. It's like a... <laughs> is that you? <laughs> not, that guy raises his hand. Oh, three. We're not auctioning Trump. I don't know why so many fucking... <laughs> I put a bit in. All right. Uh, anyway. So he builds... He starts building his... So this swamp crematory. wizard who wants to burn bodies. Until now, there was only one known cremation to have taken place in the U.S. Henry Lawrence, 50 years old, was cremated on his plantation in South Carolina. It was done Viking style in the open air on a pile of wood. That's how you do it. Now, that's that the way to barbecue go, flavor. right? Yeah. Why, why hide it in some fucking building, man? Fire but aren't shit you up also out on the supposed driveway. to put him down like the river and be like, good Godspeed? That's how I actually definitely want to go. I want to be burned... And put on a raft and floated down a river on fire. What do you, you guys heard me? What do you think Viking style looks like, though? What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because when I do it, I put on a hat and I fuck my wife. Different thing. Like different thing. Different oh. thing. Different thing. I put I'm on horny. A horned hat. Oh, is that what we're talking about? Uh, isn't Viking style? They put them in a boat and they set it on fire, right? Is that the, yeah? They put them in like style. a couldn't. Yeah, sure. sure. Thank you, sir. Very helpful. Thank the confidence, the shout out, sure. 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 Whatever you want, man. History's what you need it to be. <laughs> uh, so, uh, people were not down with this. Uh, people were not down with this guy being burned on a giant pile of wood in his yard, and they said it was a pagan practice. In 1855, someone attempted a cremation in Wisconsin. You're damn right we did. <laughs> Trendsetters, baby. That's you damn right we Cheese did. Cheese curds and cremations. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Goddamn right. From the Milwaukee Sentinel, quote, 
I can't believe it's from that paper. Is that still a paper? Yeah, the Journal Sentinel is the, the main paper. Yeah. Uh, I read it every day, and I don't hear these sort of tales. It's shocking. Quote, uh, a Russian countess died, this is from 1855, a Russian countess died in Milwaukee and directed her husband to burn her remains. Burn me. He built a... I demand it. He... How? I demand it. He... I'm a countess. <laughs> I'm maybe a vampire. It's a little Count Dracula. It, well, what do you want? I'm jumping right in. Count Chagula. Fair point. He built a funeral pyre on the shores of Lake Michigan. Since his actions threatened to touch off a riot in the Christian community of Milwaukee, the county sheriff intervened and the body was buried in compliance with demands of the angry citizens. So, so that one we, didn't go off. That guy wanted, the, the lady wanted to be burned, and the people were like, you can't burn her. It's like right to die. It's like whatever you want, let it happen. Do the shit. Seriously. Who gives a fuck? Stop looking at me like that. I'll look over this direction a little Jesus. bit more. There's a lot of Jesus. judgment in that look. Yeah, a lot of judgment. I saw that. The argument against cremation wasn't just religious. It was all also fertilizer-ish. I made, I made that word. I made that it's word another up. word you just made up. I made yeah. that word up. All right, all right. Really? New, from the New York Daily Graphic. Why cremate when there is still so much wasteland in which to bury? Long Island soil needs burials, especially, that, especially of that practical race of people who, wishing to be of utility to mankind after their demise, are willing through decomposition and consequent enrichment of the soil to promote the growth of cauliflower and potatoes. Dude, you got to run it back. What? <laughs> what? You want me to read what, that again? Yeah, because what is, the, is there a race element in that? No, I think they're just saying the practical, like the, they're just saying like the, the good people who will mm-hmm. give up their body for nourishment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, read the fine fucking print. <laughs> what? I don't know. How else do you get cauliflower and potatoes? Uh, who so, even wants to make that connection? Oh, just mm. that's mm, the best cauliflowers ever are the kind that are grown out of peoples. Uh, what type of people? There were other- Boy, who knew grandma would taste so good as cauliflower, huh? Mm. There were other ideas to deal with the dead. One reporter wrote that dynamiting the dead was a more speedy method. That is a genius. That is a genius move. <laughs> how, is that genius. Not, how is that not a thing? That, how, in this country, in Trump's America, how are we not exploding ourselves? How can you not die and then have a bunch of fucking dynamite packed in your ass? Okay, just, all right. Boom. So now I'm upgrading my Viking funeral. <laughs> I want to be jammed full of Roman candles, lit on fire in a canoe, sent down river, and I just, I explode like the 4th of July. (laughs) Just popping out of me. Take that, cauliflower. (laughs) Stupid bitch. Arab vegetable. an An Arizona paper came up with the idea to sell cremation. Throw a living bad man in with the burning corpse and the public would come around and look favorably <laughs> upon cremation. Dude, you got to read it again. What? Throw a living bad man in with the burning corpse <laughs> and the public Batman would come around. What the fuck does a bad man got to do with this? I'm sorry. Throw a living... I thought Batman first, too. I was too. like, damn. Oh, no, Batman's not around yet. Yeah. But when he got thrown in, he was like, Bam! <laughs> Explosion! Yeah, so, so there's a bad guy, and you're like, all right. And you throw him in up. living. Yeah. Sure. 
Sure, yeah, sure, and, sure. Then, and then people are like, "This is awesome." This Who's is, in charge this is of this entertainment PR? at this point? Yeah, yeah. It, well, they loved hangings back then. They would come from you know miles around and sit there and watch a guy get hung. You know, you've seen Clint Eastwood movies. All right, people. Um, I'm talking about Gran Torino. I'm aware of which one you're talking about, <laughs> or the Obama chair. My favorite movie he made recently. Oh fuck, that's. Why didn't someone just shoot him with a trank gun right then? I think they did. <laughs> and then he was like, man, the president's here. Um, a Kansas paper suggested using ashes from cremation to fertilize crops. Eventually, when cremation is popular, we'll have Sarah Betty Douglas Beats or <laughs> Theodore Victor Turnips. <laughs> The theater Victor Turnips are very good this year. I say we lean into it. You just make it very specific. You're eating your beat friend right now. BFF. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. I should have gotten two I'm beers. I'm tickled by it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Thank, you. I don't, Thank you. Your, your beat friend, but whatever. You know, really Thank good whatever. job, Thank man. you. And I think really you guys are also doing a great job. I think everyone Thank is you. doing a great job. Thank you. You're young great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right. No. I don't know. This is a new I... feature. This is a new feature. It's not a Gary Chant time, sir. You're misreading the moment. Can I order Can I order a Heineken? Is there something? Not a Gary Chant. <laughs> no. That's not. That's, that's Heineken. Shout out Heineken. <laughs> no! Yeah! Oh, I think fuck. I have rubber band-aids. I can't believe you drank that. Colonel Henry Steele Alcott, who was a member of the New York Cremation Society, was also the co-founder of a spiritualist organization called the Theosophical Society. Austrian-born nobleman Baron de Palm came I already to... hate it. <laughs> Not a fan of this guy? Very pompous already. Came to New York in 1875. And oh, he joined... was so fancy when he walked in, too. I could tell just by the way you're reading it. He was fancy. <laughs> he was, everyone was like, look at the Baron. <laughs> look at him. Uh, and he joined the society. Uh, the Baron got sick shortly after arriving and died on May 20th, 1876. Well, he had a good run. <laughs> yeah, we had him for a whole two sentences. <laughs> he had a hell of a run. He was probably walking around fancy as fuck and then just died. He left his estate to Alcott with the instructions to arrange a funeral of Eastern, with Eastern notions of death and then to have his body cremated. <laughs> he, he really is asking, like, be more specific. They behead you with the sword or something? Like, like what, 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 what is a Eastern method of death? What is that? What you the know, fuck is that? You're going to find out. <laughs> oh, no. Of your choosing, whichever one you want to practice. Uh, so, the Baron had known a woman who had been buried alive. So he saw cremation as the he saw cremation as the answer to that issue. Wait, it just seemed to see a flaw in that thinking. Oh my God, I'm on fire! Like that flaw. Right? So he doesn't want to be buried alive, so he's like, so just burn But he doesn't alive. know about other options? He's like, I've heard the two. I've heard all two of them, and I, I obviously what? just burn me. Yeah, but what about putting in there, check my pulse? <laughs> yeah. 
Ask yeah. To, instead of set me on fire. Set me on fire. Yeah. Check my pulse. Many things to do. That guy went and got drinks and didn't get us any. <laughs> no, are you serious? Now I'm a total fucking asshole. No, no, I was kidding. You. I was no, kidding. I oh my god, a tater tot just came out of my piss. mouth. Such a lie. Venison crowd. piss. Yeah. It's like Venison piss that piss. comes out of a dead deer. Yeah, like it's been it's been jerkied. Oh, oh that's way better. Well, hello. I like your Thank tattoo, you. by the way. Yeah, it's very nice. I also like your tattoo. <laughs> So you don't like it? It's like you see something else, man. You don't like it? Our tattoo was dope. All right. I didn't I'm see aware. the tattoo before. I was too busy dealing with my fucking Kindle. Here we go. He won't show up about this the whole drive home. Mark my words, Dave. <laughs> so the Baron left his entire estate to Alcott with the instructions to arrange the Eastern funeral, right? Sure. Uh, he is... Uh, he, Alcott was thrilled to have a body to burn finally <laughs> quote here at last was the chance of having a body to burn just like i said <laughs> so it's just like i said so the quote is very accurate of the moment he feels no misinterpretation at all no none feels. very straight straightforward guy straight shooter i finally get to burn one everyone thought all caught had inherited a fortune but when he opened the baron's trunk he found two of his own shirts <laughs> from, from which the stitched name mark had been picked out, several unpaid bills, some faded letters from actresses and prima donnas, and worthless legal documents. So It'll he was, still burn. He was, <laughs> he was just a poor, fancy guy. Like, he came to America because he had no fucking money, and they act, all acted like he was a baron, and then he had no money. He's just some poor guy who wants to be burned. <laughs> Let's what? burn him. Fuck it. Feel the burn. But... Uh, so, Alcott held a funeral for the baron as requested. The colonel devised an elaborate funeral ceremony held in the New York's Masonic Temple. <laughs> in the Masonic Temple? Yeah, the, yeah Masonic Temple. Oh, well, everything's normal there, so that'll be fine. After the ceremony, Barron's body was to be given to the New York Cremation Society, which would organize the cremation. Uh, The New York media labeled it a pagan funeral. The New York World newspaper made fun of it, predicting Alcott would officiate dressed as an Egyptian priest while while attended to by slaves bearing cider and asparagus. What? For the worst smell ever? (laughs) What is happening? I'm lost. I don't don't, don't know. They're just poking fun at the dude. The day of the funeral, there were 2,000 people in the temple and others trying to force their way inside. The police were called to hold them off. The service... The police were like, sorry, what's the emergency? One more time. Sorry, everyone, I, I turned on the radio. In. Now I can hear. Everyone's trying to get into the uh, temple to see a funeral. Right, 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 right. We need crowd control. Sure. And the asparagus thing. We have slaves giving asparagus to people. Okay. Okay. Egyptian. Not going to lie, this is a new call. Uh, haven't fielded this one yet. Um, there's an Egyptian priest. Of course there is. Okay, so just. I am Slaves on thrown asparagus. I'm on acid. Egypt. I'm on acid. I thought so, sir. Okay, what you're going to need to do is take a little vitamin B, okay? Take a little vitamin B. Calm me right down. Uh, Remember, the, you took something. 
The service included references to fire worship, Darwin's evolutionary theory, Egyptian mystery cults, spiritualism, the Nile goddess Isis, the Hindu scriptures, and American transcendentalism. Packed it all in. It's a lot. It's a long menu. A screaming Methodist stood up and had to be forcibly removed. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Of course. Aren't they the the ones with snakes? No, that's the... Baptists? You're the chillest ever? We are the chillest ever. Have you heard of Buddhists? We are the chillest ever, she says. We are the chillest ever. Methodists. Okay. I think there's a Quaker that'll take you up on that. Maybe beat the shit out of you. (laughs) To calm everyone down, Alcott walked up to the body, put his hand on it, and yelled, We're in the presence of death! Well, that'll that'll take tempers down. And everybody quieted down. Yeah. It was like, oh, cool. It's starting. (laughs) They're starting. It's exciting. But the New York uh, Cremation Society was upset. They hated the ridicule. This crazy funeral was not what they were looking for to convince people to cremate their dead friends. Well, which is a great point. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's not how PR. you get cremation. Yeah, you no, it's don't. terrible PR. It's terrible. Like before that, you got to have an uh, Egyptian priest. and All yeah, it's, it's a lot of bells and whistles. A lot of bells and whistles. Uh, the society then ended their association with the Baron's cremation. Alcott was on his own. That meant he had to figure out how and where to cremate the Baron. He briefly considered doing a, a giant pile of wood fire thing and burning him in the open air of New York City. Sure. But authorities <laughs> said, fuck no. <laughs> why? It's being just dicks down, or why? Just down on the Bowery, just Losers. fucking setting some dude on yeah, fire. Yeah, for sure. Alcott injected the Baron's body with arsenic to preserve it. Because he's got to figure, figure out where, where he's going to burn it. He's, he's really it. like... Committed He's, to this. Big dude's right dedicated. Now, yeah. it, at what point is this weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> He's. Thank you for the beer, by the way. Now. Thank you, Dylan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a baby in you. Dave, not how it works and not okay. That's how I thank people. Nope. It's called the Chicago Way. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, good. This broke. I'll oh. free Mike. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, so he then contacted Francis. Francis had, uh, had been building the, the crematory for himself. Uh, not the public. It was just a private. It was going to be a private one. Like a country club <laughs> for bodies. Uh, and Alcott wrote him and asked if he could cook the bear in there. Jesus Christ. I don't know if those are the exact words. There's That's just no what way I'm it assuming. is. He just pe- texts him. That's how the pizza started. Red Baron. <laughs> yeah. that, I, I Red Baron. I get it. <laughs> That's what this episode is about. This is called The that Birth of is Pizza. amazing. I've been waiting all night to use that joke. I just didn't, didn't know when to yeah, slide it Yeah, you picked a good time. Thank you. Thank you. Picked a good time. Give picked me some. Give me some. Thank you. Big all right. Time. That is amazing. You know, I had an idea when we were cooking the Baron the other night. You ever get the late night munchies? Uh... Yeah, so Alcott wanted to show the feasibility of cremation. Francis agreed, and they got the necessary permits. <laughs> that was in the fucking research. What permits? What, that you're what is not, no, it's not, no one's doing it. Like there's, but there's a fucking office you go down to, and you're like, 
Look, man, I need a cremation license. Yeah, oh. you guys got to fill out a couple more W-2s. Uh, and Alcott arranged for scientists, clergymen, educators, and journalists to witness the cremation. They were there to see, quote, whether cremation was really a scientific method of burial, whether it was cheaper than burial, whether it offered any repugnant features, and how long it would take to incinerate a body. Ugh, the big four. The, but I don't understand how do how are people so like what will it be? It's gonna be like a log. It's just gonna go to ash eventually. Well, they don't know. They don't know what's gonna happen. They've never done like, it before. Don't touch it's the my bonfire with your like buddies, that. man. That's it. It's, it's, it's simple. Yeah. What's happening? No, oh, we're just figuring out the stand. We fixed it. Uh, the crematory construction dragged on, and the corpse wasn't doing so well. To keep the body in shape long enough to be burned, an undertaker from Roosevelt Hospital, who was described as, quote, a big, burly, red-faced, heavy, mustached German. Very specific. Was called in to embalm the Baron. Oh, my God. That's sexy. Embaroning. The Red Baron. That's right. Uh, Embalming was not routine at this point. It had been used during the Civil War to get the dead home to their relatives. The red-faced German took the guts out of the Baron and then packed the cavity and covered the skin with his own recipe of potter's clay and crystallized carbolic acid. Quote, the best way to keep the old man, he said. Uh, that's one of those things where you're like, this is not what we talked about. We talked to, you, you said you wanted a little creative freedom, and now he's a goddamn pot? What are they're, you doing? <laughs> they're marinating him right now. Like, yeah. this, is, this is some weird Slow shit. cook. He's going to come out great. You're going to love the Baron. He then put the embalmed corpse in a casket and stored it in a vault in a Lutheran cemetery in Williamsburg, New York. Is he just burying it? That's what it sounds like, right? It feels like it's a slow... Yeah, no, I embalmed him. No, I I embalmed him, covered him in clay. I'll put him in a tomb for a little while. Then, two to three years, we cremate when the iron's cold. And we get him when he's not expecting it. When he least expects it, we sneak attack the Baron's tomb. Five, 15 years, 30 years from now, slow play. Really get him. You got to sneak up on a cremation. Uh, the German brought reporters to the tomb to show them his work. Come on, and I, what I was that you, like? I got to show you something. Come here, look at this. Any questions? Look at this guy. I took all the guts out and I put some clay on his face. You guys want to ask me some questions about He's the- from uh, Brooklyn, Germany. He's very small. When he did, he tapped the Baron's head and said, quote, As tough as soul leather, he ain't as dry as he ought to be, but I guess he'll burn nicely. (laughs) (sighs) These are fucked up people. Way too excited for this shit. Who's in the tomb tapping the head of a dead guy? Oh, he'll burn nice. But think about it, though. They don't have internet. They don't have TV. Like, this is is it. Oh, you guys are going to like what we got tonight for you. This is oh, their, he's going to burn up real nice. This is their housewives Ooh. of Beverly Hills. Yeah. This is Empire. Like, they're like, okay, like, this is... <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's very Once much... we get this clay off him and we light him on fire, I think everyone's going to be real impressed with our process. Again, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> Just want to make that very clear. Finally, the crematory was finished. It was a red brick building, 30 feet by 20 feet. It looked like a country schoolhouse. 
but it had three chimneys. What are we going to learn about today, mister? Wrong oh. building. Wrong building. <laughs> You're going to learn about fire, Timmy. Um. Get in there. Get in where? Get in the building. Go in the schoolhouse. Okay. There's a little room in back. There's a puppy Where are inside. the other kids? There's a puppy inside. Where are the other kids? There's a puppy in the back room. There you go be in there. There a goddamn puppy. You lock the middle door. What, you... what am I doing? Lock it. Why would I lock myself in here? There's no puppies. Burn, you little motherfucker. Oh, my God. Next week on Schoolhouse... Well, that was another fine pickle we worked ourselves into, Janitor Anderson. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was fucked up. Took a turn. That took was a turn. Hans. Got a little dark. Got took, a little dark. Took that a was dark twist. Hansel and Gretel, everybody. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. You were a teacher in Chicago. You probably wanted to do that. I have no comment on that, sir. That's a... Uh, <laughs> I can't publicly say that I want to burn children in, in schoolhouses. Like, like, I don't, 2016, I don't, Dave, do I don't it. know what you know about PR, but I don't think that's something I, do, I can do. Right we don't now. know anything about PR, but say whatever you like about burning kitties. Uh, Dave, how long? No. On record, finally. Pro Gretling babies. <laughs> yeah, the uh, crematory cost $1,500 to build. Inside, there were two rooms. One full of little stuffed animals. Uh, Look at all these beanie babies. The first was the reception room with chairs and tables and a place to display the corpse. Uh, there was That's a, in the reception room? Yeah, there's a Checking reception in? room. Checking in? your appointment. Everyone can hang out and talk. And, yeah, and there's a Sorry, party. the magazines are so old. And it, this dead man. I, I meant... Uh, I, I should have looked this up. I didn't know what it was, and I meant to look it up. There was, a, there was a columbarium to hold urns. There was a what? Columbarium. Columbarium? Anybody, anybody an undertaker? <laughs> Sir, you are a killer. All right. <laughs> Especially from the Lincoln seat. <laughs> it's a place where you store ashes. <laughs> I've said too much. Smoke cloud. <laughs> the hell I go my favorite podcast if you guys had signed my car that would just be anyway bye bye we're signing urns <laughs> now that's gonna happen <laughs> she this loved you guys grandma. she thought you guys are great she loved the rube she really was a rube fan she met him she fucked him she fucked him anyway to Tim so is it like a shelf? It's a vault. Okay. So it's like a post oh, office for dead people. About. It's like a yeah. it's like a post You've done you go this before yeah. people. Yeah, you go there and you're like, "Did Mima arrive?" Oh, yay! So it's a wall with little junk mail, junk mail, grandpa, junk, junk, <laughs> gas bill, junk. Uh, there was uh, a f- the furnace room. It was built of brick and had a coal-fired clay furnace. The furnace was designed to prevent fire from touching the corpse, so the body was supposed to be burned by heat alone. Okay. 
Yeah, that doesn't seem right. See, I mean, that is, that's cooking. That's grilling. Yeah. They're, yeah, so they're grill- grilling. They're grilling. They're grilling. They're not cremating yet. They think they are, but they're actually just grilling. Yeah, they're just grilling right Yeah, they're now. like Arby's. <laughs> Except they're not grilling at Arby's. <laughs> we got the meats. Yeah. Right, I got you. I know. Reporters came to look at the crematory. One said the building looked like, quote, a large cigar box, very plain, repulsively so, as crude as a bake oven. As crude as a what? Bake oven. It was some basic, An oven. Some basic shit, right? It was, just, it was like no artistry in it. They, they, like, they, they were not... Yeah, they wanted it to look it. like it was nothing. No, there was no art. No one had, like, painted fish on the outside. Mm. There was no artistry at all. It was just a box. Some basic bitch shit. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> the Baron was shipped out on December 4th. Okay. The Baron? I mean, at this point, Wait. what is the Baron? Like the Baron, he hasn't been burnt yet? No, he's not been burnt. No, he's just no. like in clay, like, when do I get burned? Okay. I had a plan. But let me say something right now. December 4th. You guys remember when he died? No. May 20th. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> this motherfucker's been sitting in a tomb waiting to get cooked. Jesus. Oh, my God. The, like, I, I don't even mean to say it, but the smell. I, I said I don't mean to say it. I'm going to say it, but I don't mean to. It's an accident. Oh, man. But that must have, like, the second you crack that clay, you're like, oh, he's, oh. he's, he's, he's really, he's ripe. Ooh. He is ripe. The Baron was shipped by train to Pennsylvania. <laughs> Alcott gathered theos- theosophists, hospital representatives, health officials, doctors, lawyers, and journalists on the train to ride to Washington. They were all like, can we sit in a different car? The smell is very pungent. No, you have to sit in this car with the body. This is how cremations work. You put a body on a train and it burns? When the the train was outside of Pittsburgh, the red-faced German could not find the corpse. Well, I misplaced him and I'm very hot again. That's his little Swedish. Well, what do you want? My mom's Swedish. My dad is from fucking Germany. Our chimney sweeps fucking miserable. Divorced. So the red, red-faced German, quote, how can we have a cremation without a corpse? My God, I was in an awful fix, and nobody knows anything about it. I called the conductor if he's got the corpse. What? Hey, guy, guy driving the train. Did you, Did you throw take- a huge piece of coal into the train? Did you was take a... Was coal? I had a guy... I ate like a dead guy. Did you maybe pick him up with a hat? Or I'm looking for a six foot tall clay man. He was on the train and God, the smell. So if you picked him up, maybe put him in your pocket. I don't know. It's misplaced. He's sitting on another train. (laughs) What, What do you take me for? Do you think I'm an undertaker? He said, well... I got frantic. I thought somebody had stolen our corpse to turn this whole cremation business into ridicule. But I found him. <laughs> he was with my keys. What I am mad about is only that in hunting about for the corpse, I missed breakfast. That's all. The, that quote is all the information <laughs> I could find on the missing corpse. At no point did he say where it was or where he found it. He just talked about breakfast. Did, did he get breakfast? He never got breakfast. Well, see, there's two victims. <laughs> Let's 
That's bullshit. He was probably starving. He's big, fat German. The train arrived in Washington on December 5th. The Baron's body was transferred to, quote, a woefully shabby hearse with a crowd of dirty boys and (laughs) rural yokels almost staring their eyes out. Dirty boys. I mean, what? (laughs) Dirty boys and yokels. And an almost hearse? Shabby hearse. How do you almost... Woefully shabby. Willfully shabby? Woefully. Woefully. Okay, I was going to say Well, it could have been willfully. It probably was. He's probably like, fuck it. I mean, I don't know. Apparently he's a clay at this point. No. Yes, that's Chicago. They just arrived in Chicago. Yep. Fresh in Chicago. A lot of people were surprised to see the coffin because a rumor had started that the baggage car had caught fire near Pittsburgh and the body had been cremated by accident. Ugh. That would have shown those religious people a thing or two, huh? Well, God finally labeled it okay. He's not vetoing it. (laughs) James Wolfe, a local fireman, took control of the body. He was going to be in charge of stoking the crematory furnace. Stoking it? Yes. Yeah, getting the fire going. I guess throwing coal in there, Because he's a fireman. Control burn. Right. It's a control burn. It's It's not like a... Yeah, he's, still, he's throwing coal in there, right? Or other people. Okay. Alcott, uh, Alcott at the train depot opened the coffin so everyone gathered there uh, to get a good look at the smell. body. No. And so everyone could see how successful the embalming had been. Quote. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Quote. No, Dave. Quote. <laughs> the embalming process had not been so successful. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> no spectacle more horrible was ever shown to my mortal eyes. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I mean he's just co- he's old, he's decaying, he's covered in, he looks like Brendan Fraser in Encino Man. <laughs> That's a reference for you thinkers in the crowd. What about Christian Bale from The Machinist? You devil. Yeah, girl. The Baron had shrunk from 175 pounds to 92 pounds. Well, that's, that, look, that's, his, that's the ideal weight he always had on his vision board. He always <laughs> wanted to get down to that weight. Goals, huh? Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, and that wasn't easy, by the way. PX90. Yeah, or P90X. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck. Really? That's okay. <laughs> PX90. <laughs> PX90 is when you quit it. PX, I'm out. No, fuck that that's, shit. That's a prescription. That's just, yeah. 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 Uh, quote, he presented a painful and repulsive appearance. The uh. cavities of the cheeks were still filled in by dark flesh. There was a skeleton look about the eyes because the globes had collapsed. And two blank that cavities. That means it's a skeleton. And two blank cavities were left. The head was barely covered with dry, dusty, gray hair. The nose was gone, leaving just bones and cartilage. This is six months later. No, he's not no, alive. Dead. He's, he's dead. dead. He's been dead for months. He's dead. Your weight, you're on a different dollop. <laughs> he woke up and said, what the fuck happened? I need water. This isn't the dollop I signed up for. I would love some food and water. My the- clay coffin's been weird. The lips were shrunken and blackened and wide open. That's in right now. They're doing that all over Williamsburg. That is. That's huge. 
His arms and legs were shriveled so one could see his joints and tendons. Mm, It was just the outline of a skeleton covered by some muscular and nervous tissue. You don't even do a pre-check where you're just sort of like, let me see how this worked out. A little curiosity? Yeah, just sort of like, what if it sucks? Now you're like, everyone get in here. Come on, the big show's about to. My God, he's a skeleton. Oh my God. Some people were having a good time. The people who didn't see him? Quote, for all the ceremony that was observed, one might have supposed that the company had been assembled to have a good time over a roast pig. Kind of what was happening. After some pretty buxom, chubby-faced laughing girls crowded around staring at the Baron's ghastly grinning skull, what? all caught ordered the coffin be closed. What were the girls? I don't know, but they're pretty and they're chubby-faced and laughing, and then they, they just were dancing around his fucking awful skull grin face. What if you walked into the wrong car on the train? Oh, my, oh my God. Shit. What the fuck? Put the curtain down. La, 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 la. <laughs> Uh, car four is off limit for the kids. Don't let the kids in car four. There's some <laughs> shit going on. <laughs> this is going on the train? Yeah. No, it's they're off, they're oh, off okay. the train. He he just did a thing there and I went with it. <laughs> yeah. But it, he was okay. he's off story. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm Alcott said, quote, there should be none of that horror of roasting human flesh and bursting entrails, which makes one shudder at an open air pyre burning. How is this like pro? Cremation. Like, like they be- haven't done anything. So people are like cremation doesn't work. He's been in clay for eight months. This is all about ego. This is just showing it's people totally about this ego. Is ego the whole time. Yeah, look what I point. did. And then like, no, that sucked. Right? And now he has to like prove that that didn't suck by making the burning better. This is just all about some narcissistic shit in <laughs> the seventeen hundreds. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just that's it. It's true. Very bad people. (laughs) (laughs) Not much redeeming. I'm judging right now. You're allowed to. There would be none of the unpleasant odor that sometimes sickens one who drives past an Indian burning pyre. Drives past? Just who's driving past burning Indians? I knew where they were. was on the way, I'd be like, mm, let's check it out. They, that wasn't on the map. Yeah. <laughs> Waze is saying Home Depot and a Native American burning ceremony. Four of them up ahead. And a Carl's Jr. Th- thank you for warning me about this Indian burning. Does this affect your time? Did you see a cop? About 40- Do you need to go to Home Depot? Go ahead. About 40 eyewitnesses went inside the crematory as well as a crowd of about 1,000 outside. Most of them were local residents opposed to cremation. The New York Times. Quote, a noisy, pushing crowd outside were coarse in their ideas and conduct, and many a brutal joke concerning the dead man went through the crowd to the disgust of the more respectable visitors. A reporter inside lifted the sheet covering the baron to get a look at his genitals. (laughs) Larry, I said, don't. Before we came down here, I said, don't look, look at his dick. dick. Look at his I dick. I said, don't look at his Hold, dick. Sh- stop yelling. God damn it. Come over here and look at You're it. You're fucking embarrassing Looks me. like a dried cocktail wiener. Can we look in one corpse without you trying to get a fucking oh, shot on oh, the Oh, now dick? I'm getting labeled as the corpse dick guy. 
Get over here and look at it. His balls are so weird. He's been dead for like six months. I know, but even keeping that in mind, these are weird nuts. Get a look. I don't want to look. Come on. I'm vomiting by looking at his face. You Then you gotta see. If we came all the way, we drove two hours. Oh my God, why is he hard? That's on me, actually. You took a while. I just, I was fiddling. I wanted to make a show of it. It's mostly clay boner. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. <laughs> hey, let's jerk him off. Oh, dust came out. Oh. I think he had asparagus. <laughs> was that from this one or the last one? That was this one. It better be this one. I've done, <laughs> done a lot in the past couple. I've done 19 dollops in the past two days. Well, the numbers are off. Or three. New, from the New York Herald, quote, everybody wanted to see the body enter the furnace. There was a rush to the furnace. Did I already do this? No. From the dirty boys and the rough country folks outside. No, you don't want to get the dirty boys mixed up with the rough country folks. Who the fuck are the dirty boys? Like, like, hey, don't you worry about it. That sounds like a rap group from the 1790s, right? Like, a bunch of free slaves got together and recorded an album and... The Dirty Boys with the Z at the end of it. Now, look, right? I don't like black people, but have you heard the Dirty Boys? <laughs> Turn, me around. Turn me around on slavery. Very good. Really good, the Dirty Boys. Very good. You know, they have a Z at the end. That's right. First time that's been done. So the dirty boys and rough country folks outside who flatten their noses against the window panes to enjoy this delectable spectacle. Oh, my God. They made joking grimaces at those inside. The firemen tried to keep the crowd out of the furnace room, and after a tough struggle, they pushed them back into the reception room. (laughs) Where there's also bodies. They nearly swept away the four men carrying the iron crib with the baron's body. Jesus, all that to drop him? So it's a fucking rager. Yeah. Like, this is a party now. Pressing noses. Absolutely. From the New York Herald, there was not the slightest reverence or even decent respect for the memory of the departed among the crowd in the reception room who were loafing about with their hats on their heads, some smoking, and others talking and laughing. It's a fucking party. Let them smoke. Right. What's the big deal about smoking? You're going to be like, oh, God, it smells like cigarettes instead of a dead Good. clay man. God, that man has, ha- has his hat on his head. Uh, We're every- trying to burn a human. Everything is in play after you pulled up the sheet and looked at his genitals. Yeah, like, 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 that's true. That's the climax of, of someone, yeah, everything. Someone has created the end. Yeah, there's, there's nothing else you can do. Where else can you go? I can't that? smoke in here? He was just looking at Clay Man's dick for like 30 <laughs> minutes and telling that other guy to do it. Unless, unless some guy is taking a corn cob and shoving it in his ass. Like, no one can top what happened. I just want to see how it tastes when it's cooked. What? That's what this psychopath would say that we invented just now. Viking style. And then, Viking style Viking corn. Style. And then in came corn cob Tommy. <laughs> how y'all doing? I got this for the bottom. <laughs> 
Alcott and Francis debated whether to place the body in head first or feet first. They Jesus, finally just get it in. <laughs> just the tip. They finally settled on head first and at 8.30 a.m. slid the body into the furnace. From a newspaper. Quote. I can't believe they're finally cremating him. Oh, my God. It's been I'm so long. Months. Quote. The cast iron lid swung heavily open. The crib was quickly pushed in. And old wolf, the fireman, shut it quickly with a l- loud bang. And knowing that the difficult work was nearly completed, he chuckled heartily and performed the first steps of a jig. You never know how the moment is going to hit you. <laughs> you got to be able to ad lib. I shouldn't have done that. I apologize, everybody. I really. This is a. He looked at his dick. So yeah, by the way, he was looking at his dick and I think sucking it, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I think he sucked it a little. I'm sorry, that was actually me. Oh, a couple of guys have been. Anyway, the jig was uh, ill advised. All right, where's the corn? Still cooking. There. <laughs> Times, quote, there was a momentary sizzle and a bit of smoke. But soon, the door was cemented shut with the furnace made airtight. The evergreens scattered over the body and the hair around the head caught on fire. The flames formed a crown of glory for the dead man. At first, witnesses were repelled by the smell of burning flesh. <laughs> And then... Oh, that's awful. But soon the sweeter aromas of pine and spices Mm. banished foul odors from the room. Well, now this is like Christmas. So they put a bunch of fucking... But how do you get beyond it being a body? You're like, oh, it's... Oh, oh, I love pine. I love pine. Did somebody light a candle? It's like a great plug-in. It is lovely. It is lovely. Merry Christmas, man. Thank you. And I want to say Merry Christmas. You know what? I got you some genitals. Oh my God. I love genitals. You guys want some corn? (laughs) Thank you. I got a bunch of corn. Too much. Eat the corn slow. Both you guys eat the corn, but real slow. Just suck the corn. It tastes assy. Tastes acidy. Acy. Acy. Like cauliflower. Like cauliflower. Well, that's. I don't know how that's possible. You marinate how you marinate. Witnesses peered through a peephole on the side of the furnace. About an hour into the proceedings... Why is there a peephole? It's because everyone wanted to get a fucking peeky. Put a fucking the window one. there. A peephole peeks people. If you're looking at a dead man's dick, there is a peephole, okay? Like, I told you. <laughs> I'm saying make it That's an aquarium. You make, here, it like, you make it like a cupcake place where you'd like get to see the people cook it. You're like, oh, look at that. Later, the mist... Oh, wait. About an hour into the proceedings, a rose-colored mist enveloped the body. Later, the mist turned to gold. Meanwhile, the corpse became became red-hot and then transparent and luminous. After some time, the left hand... Hollow man. After some time, the left hand of the Baron rose up and three of his fingers pointed skyward. The shocker! Yeah. <laughs> just like if you then, saw that, I think he wants us to stop. And then it turned to one finger. <laughs> and then a thumb up as it went down in the lava. <laughs> they like one in the pink, two in the stink. And yeah. then like, he just burnt up. <laughs> These sign- Oh, God, he's trying to tell us something. 
the scientist <laughs> present attributed this incident to involuntary muscular contractions, but others saw it as something of a spiritual phenomenon. Of course they did. It's the fucking 1800s. They're like, Dude, it's the Holy Trinity. Uh, from a newspaper. Uh, quote, meanwhile, Dr. Lemoyne was saying to every rough who came along, walk in, sir, take a peep. Although he first pretended to be particular about admitting only scientists. All sorts of dis- disgusting jokes were being cracked. One man was inquiring if the old baron was perspiring. Ha <laughs> ha. I'm inquiring about whether or not the Baron is perspiring. Yeah, we got it. I'm part of the Dirty Boys. We, we actually it. play down the street. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, altogether, around 600 came through to see the burning body. The cremation was officially called at 11:12 a.m. A Dr. Folsom formally pronounced the incineration complete. Uh, he was then placed in an urn. Some people were happy. <laughs> not the doctor. No. All right, it's they, complete. Get in the urn. They smashed the doctor they into the push urn. Push him hard. Get him he's in really going to have trouble. It's tiny. I think you're doing this the wrong way. Shut up, you little man. Some people were happy. Others were disgusted. And some people asked for a handful of the Baron's ashes. Not the disgusted group. One asked for just a pinch of the Baron. Just gonna, a tiny taste. I'm going to put it right in here. going to put it right in between my cheek. Uh, I'm curious what it feels like when you snort the Baron. Uh, so I'd like to cut him up in lines and snort him. The cremation was reported across the country in every newspaper, but the exact same day there was a fire at New York City's Brooklyn Theater that killed 200 people. Which pushed the Baron's cremation off the front pages. Alcott later wrote in his diary, the greater cremation weakened public interest in the lesser. Wow, that is... Uh, bitter? Bitter much? Jesus. A little bit bitter? Um, it is but, crazy <laughs> like 200 people were massively cremated like when they were like, it took nine and a half months for one. You guys did 200 in an afternoon? Holy shit, you guys What are you guys are... using? <laughs> oh, it's a theater. Well, uh, that is out of the box. I yeah, like that. Yeah, We're super into cremating over here in Brooklyn. Were they all in clay? And... No, no, they were, uh, they were wearing... Nice clothes. They were just up for an evening out. Yeah. I guess that's West Coast, East Coast. I guess yep. that's one of those. Yep. Man, they, they scream. They really scream. Yeah, well, my, mine had up the shocker, so. Been uh, there, done that. The New York Times described it as, quote, an experiment in scientific roasting. <laughs> the... Cremation was a success. The first careful and inodorous baking of a human being in an oven. A few months after the cremation, Mr. Wolf, the fireman, wrote, directed, and produced a play that was a satirical look at the cremation. <laughs> Wait, the fireman did? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been bit by the bug. Uh... Hey, I finally got an idea for my one-man show. <laughs> uh, cremation. It ended with... It ended with, quote, the shoving in and blazing up of the body. He was then fired from his moonlighting. <laughs> he was then fired from his moonlighting job at the crematory. He said almost everyone in Washington was against the cremation. From the New York Herald, quote, who wants to be cremated? Certainly not the good people of Washington. Well, sir, said an old weather-beaten farmer the day of the cremation, there'll be only one 
man more cremated, and that's old Dr. Lemoyne himself. Why don't you want to be cremated, the writer asked. Not much, sir, the countryman replied with a broad grin. Not the right answer, the reporter said. <laughs> and added emphatically, this cremation business may do well enough for an old fellow like this baron and the old doctor who are rotten to the core anyhow, but do you suppose I'd like to see a friend or relative burned up? No, sir. Suppose you had a wife or child or brother. Would you like to see any of them cremated, he asked, with a withering scorn. Another group of rough-looking countrymen said, That old doctor is an old brute anyhow, and that's the reason why he wants to burn not only himself, but all of his family. Why, just think of a man wanting to burn up his daughters. He has five of them, two of them unmarried, and he's driven the crazy idea of wanting to be burnt up into their heads. Did you notice that the old man never washes himself? He's an abolitionist and always was. He wants to abolish washing. I love, that, I love that that's, that's like his final. He's an abolitionist. He thinks you should know people. Yeah. Something yeah. wrong with that the, one. The time when being an abolitionist was like, he's cuckoo bananas. Yeah. He, so. This guy's fucking nuts. On July 31st, 1877, Dr. Charles Winslow became the second person to be cremated in America in Salt Lake City. 100 people witnessed the event. A few months later, in November, Julius Kircher got everyone riled up in New York City when after arguing with his Jewish wife about whether their dead eight-day-old son should be buried in a Lutheran or Jewish cemetery, he cremated the infant in a furnace in his paint factory. Now, that's not cremation. That's not cremation Well, you're right. You're right to feel that way. I mean, he was already dead, so that's the sad part. You guys did not get sad at that. That just sounds like a murder. It's not a murder. The kid was already dead. dead. Yeah, but he probably, I mean, you know, he's like, oh, he was, I wanted to get rid of him. He got tired of arguing with his fucking wife. I want to be buried in the Jewish cemetery. How about I set him on fire down at the paint factory? Sorry, what was the last part, honey? Leave the keys. Leave the keys. Fuck you. Excuse me? Tear your face. You need to. I'm going to burn her, boy. Okay. Everybody, I was slow down. Bull by his horns, right there. Yeah. <laughs> I've been drinking for a while, and I want to burn our baby. Is that weird? You got a Jewish face, and I got a Lutheran one. When Glad we're married. Let's make another dead baby. When you're done, I'll start. <laughs> Let's do it that way. Get, I want to have intercourse. I'll start. Um, <laughs> I, w- I won't wait for you to be done. On February 15th, 1878, Mrs. Benjamin Pittman became the first woman to be cremated in America. Uh, yeah. I think you yelled something about sausages. You said bush pops? Push pops. Stop trying to rationalize. I think that sometimes people are... I think sometimes people get so drunk they just start yelling out the random names of Ring desserts. Pop, Laffy Taffy, <laughs> Drumsticks, Mike and Ike's, uh, Swiss Fish, Good and Plenty, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, and Pieces. Push Pops. Uh, she was the second to be cooked in Francis's crematory. Francis Lemoyne died. On October 14th, 1879. <laughs> and was buried. From diabetes. Oh, that'll yeah, get you. Yeah. Yeah. Diabetes. 
What's, how, does the guy, how does the old guy from Cocoon say it? Diabetes. He died from diabetes. Uh, he was the third person to be cremated in his crematorium. The Tribune reported on the cremation and said that cremation, to most minds, seems barbarous and inhuman. The papers around the country declared cremation dead in the water. People just weren't... <laughs> At this point, I was tired. People just weren't interested, dead. they said. Then in 1884, Dr. Samuel Gross, Gross. ex-president of the AMA and a very well-respected surgeon, was cremated. This created positive publicity for cremation. Massachusetts passed a law permitting cremations, and two attempts to outlaw cremation in Pennsylvania and New York were defeated. Now Francis's uh, crematorium was never public. The country's first fully public crematory opened in Lancaster, Pennsylvania in 1884. By the end of the 1880s, cremations were being performed in New York City, Buffalo, St. Louis, Philadelphia, Cincinnati, Los Angeles, Detroit, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore. I'm sorry, Chicago's not on here. Just say it is. You backwards fuck. In Chicago. Malort. In 1899... That makes it Chicago. In 1899, 24 uh, crematories were operating in the U.S. Francis's crematory was used 42 times before closing in 1901. 1900, the New York Tribune, quote, modern cremation is not a fad. It has come to stay. Colonel Alcott died in India in 1907, where he was cremated. Jesus. And the dirty... What were they called? The Dirty Boys. The, the Dirty, dirty boys. boys. The Dirty Boys. In they the had their, they yeah. have their album in 1908 go to number one. Yeah. <laughs> Exhumed, it was called. It's Hell of an that. album. Um, you guys, thank you for coming. Yeah, thank uh, we'll you very much. Signing posters and uh, selling posters and signing them. Yeah, we don't there. have a lot of posters, uh, but we'll we take have, pictures. We have a lot do of posters we? still. Oh, we do. And we then, have too uh, many posters. And then after that, we'll sign cars. Uh, <laughs> Which is an insane thing to say. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Dude, it's a, it's, I didn't. You know, you say stuff. This guy, he's gonna sign my car after the show. I was like, what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> with you? I'm sorry. Who are you? Why, and what's your plan? Why do you want that? He's like, this is what they do. I'm like, right. <laughs> uh, David Helm, do you what? You got any gigs coming up that you want to tell the good people of Chicago about? Ah oh, man, yeah. I'm at the uh, I'm at Second City tomorrow for Afrofuturism. I'm there every Wednesday at eight. Uh, I'm at the Laugh Factory on Friday for the ten o'clock show. But fuck all that. Um, <laughs> Just follow me on, on social media, man. This is just Dave Pelham, H-E-L-E-M, and you all can see where I'm at. Thank you all for He's a very long, funny comedian. Thank you, uh, man. Please We're support awesome. him. Yeah. Uh, and if, uh, yeah, and anything else? No, we just, we thank you guys very much. This is great, yeah, and we love awesome. you, and uh, we love you. We, we want to commit you. So and, thank you. Uh, we sign cars. Sign cars. Thank you. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, 
fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it. After it. Let's see you there.